Well, the first church I pastored, we had a piano player, but she was contrary. She played when she wanted to, and if she got fuzzed up, it uh, didn't matter where we'd have a wedding or anything. We'd uh, we didn't have no piano player. She, you know, kind of got pitied a little, and uh, we got praying about it, and the Lord sent us piano players. Yeah. Right. Hey, I mean, He's God of boys and girls yes, and men sir. and women, right. yes, sir. and He's got adequate. Remember this, he's got adequate people to carry on the word That's right. in every local church. Yes, sir. Uh, That's right. I'm going to preach to you a little while from the book of Matthew, chapter 26, if you want to uh, turn over there. Uh, a few years ago, there was some folks uh, give us an organ. And it's a pretty good old organ, but... Uh, we had a lady could pray it, and her husband was a preacher, and uh, she prayed it, and we got used to it. And and James knows he's there, I believe, when we had Brandon, Randall's wife played the organ, and he left and started pastoring, and she went with him. And uh, I, I like the organ. I think the organ really goes good with the choir. And I got praying, Lord, would you send us an organ player? And I know he would, but. I was expecting one to come in, maybe from somewhere, and just join. Uh, one day, he had some woman come around and said, Preacher, I believe I can play that organ if you want me to. I said, Just have at it. Yeah. In about a month, she was playing that organ. They made one of the best organ players. And uh, listen, you don't have to go off somewhere to get folks. No. God's got them. That's right. God's got them. All he's wanting is this somebody that will do it. And he'll supply. Amen. Uh, I've enjoyed this week. I've enjoyed being here with you. Uh, I'm not wore out. I've been around the bulldozer some this week. Busted wood one day and uh, bush hogged and loafered and uh, I feel pretty good. Got your Bibles tonight in the book of uh, Matthew chapter 26. Uh, if you would stand with us as we read the Word of God. Now the first day, beginning with verse 17, Matthew 26, 17. Now the first day of the feast of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where will thou prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand, and I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready uh, the Passover. Let us pray. James, pray with us. Father, we thank you for the good reading of the Lord of God tonight. We thank you, Lord, for what's for us. We thank you for your spirit that we feel, Lord, in our hearts. We ask you to help us, man of God, to give you the liberty to pray that you would help us tonight and have wisdom of the Lord. And grace of God, to put you in your house tonight. Amen. We pray for you to help us. We pray for you to help us. Well, uh, since we're going to have communion tonight, and I, I didn't just run this up, the Lord laid it on my heart, I'm going to preach a little bit on communion and what it is. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, uh, I guess probably we take it pretty lightly when it's a real serious thing. Yes, sir. Some churches do every time they meet. Right. Some does it at a certain time. The right. church I pastor, 
Uh, we uh, do it every uh, Easter, and if we want to, uh, more than that. But uh, you see, uh, as uh, it is on the communion table, this doing remembrance, Jesus said, do it in remembrance of me. And that's what we're doing. But uh, really, when you take communion service, you are uh, commemorating the Passover. Yep. Now, uh, I read you there where that Jesus uh, said uh, that uh, the disciples, he said, you're going to tell this man that we're going to have the Passover over at his house. Yes, this was a thing that went on ever since the children of Israel uh, left down in Egypt. Uh, the first Passover, turn your Bible, and we're going to be reading some in the Bible in different places. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 12, well, in chapter 11, uh, I'll let you know how that, how that God sent Moses down there to deliver the children out of Israel. Yep. And uh, Pharaoh wouldn't let them go, and God started sending plagues on them. And he sent nine plagues, and then the tenth one, uh, he said, Thus saith the Lord, about midnight I will go out into the midst of Egypt. I'm reading from chapter 11, verse 4. And all the firstborn of the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh uh, that sitteth upon the throne, uh, even to the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the meal and the firstborn of beasts. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, for such was none like it, and there shall be like it any more. But now I want you to uh, uh, see here in verse 7, more right here some good preaching, James, yes, the Lord ever lays it on you. Uh, but against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast that ye may know how that the Lord uh, doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Yes, I'll tell you, God's still putting a, a, a difference between uh, his people in the world. And, uh, and here, and, uh, uh, and the people begin, uh, God said, I'm going to go through, and the death angel is going to go through, and he's going to take the firstborn of every beast, every maidservant, every servant, and it don't really matter because that uh, the firstborn of animals and all is going to die. Yeah. Uh, but there was a way out. You know, God said that uh, man is going to die, but he made a way out. Yeah. And here uh, we still uh, uh, we still look at this today. And in, in chapter 12, he said, Speak unto all the congregation of Israel. In the tenth day of the month I shall take to them every man a lamb, According to the house of their fathers, a lamb for a house. And the household be too little for the lamb. Let him and his neighbor next into his house take it according uh, to the number of the souls. Every man, according to his eating, shall make your count uh, for the lamb. And now there was examination there. So there will be an examination tonight. I wouldn't say, if your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year, you shall take it. Uh, from the sheep or from the goats, and keep it up until the fourteenth day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel I shall kill it in the evening, all at the same time. And they shall take the blood and strike it upon the two sides and on the upper post of the houses wherein they shall eat it, and they shall eat the flesh in the night, uh, roasteth for unleavened bread, and with uh, um, with bitter herbs that they shall eat it. Eat none of it raw nor sodden at all with water, but roast with fire his head and his legs and all the puritans thereof. And you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning, that which uh, remaineth of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. 
And this is how God said to do it. Now, I remember that John said, I behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And they had to examine this. You know, uh, they had to examine Jesus. The Bible said uh, that, uh, that when the priest when the priest would get uh, a, a sacrifice, he'd put that sacrifice in it, uh, he would examine it outside right. to make sure uh, that it didn't have a crippled foot or a, a crooked nose or something, uh, an infirmity on the outside, uh, maybe be blind or something. And, uh, and then when he uh, would slay that uh, uh, animal, he would open it up inside uh, to see if it had parasites or anything on the yeah. inside. Uh, now, he didn't stop there. Uh, he prized the uh, joints apart to make sure they were no inflammation uh, uh, or rheumatism in the joints. And, uh, and he didn't stop there. He even went into the marrow of the bone and examined that uh, sacrifice and they did Jesus. You know, uh, they've been examining Jesus for uh, 2,000 years longer and they've never found nothing wrong with him. I mean, he's been a perfect uh, uh, lamb. Uh, and but the Bible said in verse 12, uh, let me hurry on here, for I will pass through uh, the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn uh, in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon my house uh, where you are, and I see the blood. I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you. I will destroy you when I smite uh, the land of Egypt. God said that death angel is going to come through. Uh, but he said, I want you to take the blood uh, because the, the Bible said in Leviticus 17 and 11, uh, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. Right. I have given it unto you to offer atonement upon the altar. And uh, they, the, the priest would take a little uh, piece of hyssop. Hyssop was a uh, plant, and it had little, uh, uh, little uh, berry-like things on it, and it was the oily substance in there. And he had dipped that hyssop in that blood, and when he had smacked that doorpost, and then... Uh, that oil and mix of that blood and it'd keep it from congealing and uh, drying up. That blood Amen. would be fresh. I want you to know uh, that blood is just as fresh today uh, as it was yep. when Jesus shed it uh, there on Calvary. But he said, I I'm going to come through Egypt. Yep. And he said, uh, when I see the blood, I mean, hit us the blood. He didn't yep. say, when I see religion or I see even uh, you're a right. Jew. But he Amen. said, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Right. I, I found out what that word pass means one day. Yeah. I used to think that uh, that things would come through. Uh, he'd come to a house and uh, then he would jump over that house. But that wasn't what it was. Uh, God said, when I see the blood, I'll pass. That word pass means to hover. That's right. uh, God yep. said, I'll hover over you. Amen. Uh, just like yeah. a hen with her chicks. Yeah. I mean... Right, if there is any judgment of coming, I'll take it. Yes. Uh, because uh, uh, you'll be protected under his wings. The Bible makes that uh, pretty plain. But you see, uh, they observed that Passover, and he said from times and generation, uh, your seed every year, and so far the Jews have done it every year. Yeah. I mean, uh, if, uh, uh, if you'll uh, uh, talk to an Orthodox Jew every year, uh, they observe the Passover Amen. and they set a table. Uh, they observe the Passover and they are to do it. And uh, and uh, Jesus said, 
that they would observe it in the future and uh, they had to prepare a place to have the Passover. Now, I want you to look at the house here for just a moment. Uh, he said, go to this house and prepare. Uh, they didn't just go in, they prepared the house. The first thing they had to do, I was go in and cleanse the house and get all the leaven out. In the Bible, leaven is a type of sin. And uh, they, this was a time of unleavened bread. And they went in, they'd remove all of the bread and all of the crackers and the cookies or whatever there was. If they were sitting leaven in the house, uh, they uh, they removed it. They uh, cleaned that. And uh, when they got it cleaned, they'd take white linen and they'd put fringes around. Yep. And the father of the house would wear white, uh, brother, which is uh, representing the uh, righteousness of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And, uh, you see, we see in all of that they do, uh, they was a type and a shadow of the blessed Son Amen. of God. Amen. And, uh, and when they got ready uh, uh, to have this, uh, uh, to have this uh, uh, Passover, uh, the woman of the house. Now, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, uh, women played a very small part. Yeah. Uh, the women didn't do anything uh, uh, in the services, but... Uh, light the candles now. Uh, when they uh, when they lit the candles, uh, they uh, they the women lit them because they said uh, she was going to bring about the light of the world, and she was the one that would light the candle. Yeah. Uh, they would light the candles in the house, and a woman would do that, and they would set a table. Uh, if uh, hey, uh, I've got a book about Jewish traditions and. Uh, and uh, things that Jews done and they set a table and, and I'll mention a thing or two I won't have time to go into a lot of it but year before I sat uh, at Easter I set a table at church and uh, done it like they've done it at the Passover and put, yeah. the, uh, put the vessels and the food that uh, they had on the table and uh, uh, you see this was a last supper it was a Passover supper uh, that Jesus was uh, 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 that Jesus was a doom of the disciples at this Passover. There was four cups that I was uh, uh, that was presented uh, during the Passover. I mean, there was four cups, and the first cup was the cup of sanctification, and they drank that because that uh, the house had been cleansed of leaven. Uh, people had prepared themselves, and they drank. Uh, the cup of sanctification. Oh, and uh, besides that, uh, there was a, a hidden bread. Now, all of this represents uh, the Lord Jesus. The father of the house would take a piece of white linen that had three pockets on it, and he would take uh, bread, and yep. uh, and the bread is not uh, like the bread we think about. Now, right. uh, when we uh, had, uh, we have a, uh, uh, communion, women ordered some bread or from Israel, and you can get it. Uh, it is not, uh, it is not uh, like the bread you're thinking about, uh, but it's more like a cracker. It's about this wide and about this long. Yeah. And it's got uh, uh, stripes on it uh, where it's laid on a grill and been baked. Right. And that represents the stripe that Jesus took. And right. then it has uh, got holes in it where it is punctured. Uh, they punctured his body. They take, yeah. He takes that bread, uh, the father does, and he takes white linen. Uh, they use three compartments in that white linen, and he puts three uh, pieces of that bread in there, and he rolls it up, 
and he hides it somewhere in a house and under a cushion, uh, but he breaks the middle, uh, the middle uh, bread, the middle cracker. Uh, he breaks that and he hides it. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, the second, uh, when they sit down at the table, remember now, uh, this bread is hid, yes, and sir. they sit down at the table to eat. And then the second cup is presented, and it is uh, uh, they take and, and they and they got white plates, and uh, you see the, they put up white uh, linen all around the house, and they serve in white plates. And the father of the house would take the second cup, and he would drip ten drops of uh, the wine in that white plate, uh, representing the ten plagues that uh, went on down in Egypt land. And every time a drop hit there, you would say, uh, frogs or lice or vermin and so forth. And you see the second cut uh, uh, was uh, presented there. And then there was the meal. Uh, you know, yeah. they, uh, they eat. And they had bitter herbs at the meal. Uh, and that reminded them of, of, uh, of uh, slavery down in Egypt. And they yeah, had a, a bowl with water uh, that was salty. And they dipped in herbs and that. Uh, salty water, and uh, uh, they would uh, eat them and eat them fast because they remembered uh, how that they was uh, was under slavery. Uh, folks, we need to remember how that we was under slavery. Uh, Egypt wasn't under slavery no more than we was. Uh, we was a slave to the devil. Uh, we was a slave to the flesh. We was a slave to the world, and we couldn't get out of it. You might as well admit it. Uh, we was in. Uh, uh, we was in a spiritual jail, and the devil, the Bible said the devil takes people uh, uh, captive at his own will. Yeah. And then uh, when they was, uh, uh, when they, uh, when they was eating this meal, and then one of the children would go, uh, and it hide, and it bring the bread uh, that had been buried, and there was something out. Yeah. And the father would take, and uh, he'd, uh, he'd, uh, he'd, uh, uh, un, he would unfold that and uh, he'd take that broken bread out and he'd, uh, uh, he'd break it up in little pieces and uh, they'd eat it. Here is where we get our communion. Uh, when, you, uh, when you take communion tonight, uh, they will be broken pieces of bread and they'll be, uh, they'll be uh, the fruit of the vine. And uh, this father, he would take this. This represents uh, bringing Jesus up out of the grave. Hey, folks, did you know that? Everything is a type and a shadow uh, of the Lord Jesus. And then, uh, when he brought this up, and then they would be the third cup, uh, which was a cup of redemption, the cup uh, that Jesus said, Take it a drink, uh, for this is my blood. And uh, they would drink of that. And, uh, uh, and, and this is where we get our communion uh, from that broken bread, that broken body. And the and the fruit of the vine that uh, that uh, that comes from that third cut and the middle piece of bread uh, is eaten with this cut. Yeah. I mean, they would eat it. You know, Jesus said, "Except you eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, and then you'll have no part in it." Right. Uh, did you realize that uh, one of these days uh, uh, we're going to sit down with Jesus and uh, we're going to do this type sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, he said, I'll not drink of the fruit of the vine until it's going to be a time uh, that's going to be when, uh, when this thing is over. 
Uh, you know that marriage supper of the Lamb? I don't know where it'll be that or not, but he said, I'll not drink of this fruit of the vine again until we do it. My uh, brother, when, uh, when he comes back again, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but there we see that is where uh, that we get uh, communion. And uh, uh, the last thing is eaten is uh, uh, through this bread. That is the last thing is eaten at the meal. Uh, like it will sustain, uh, it will sustain uh, from that. Hey, folks, we don't need anything besides Jesus. Right. Amen. Amen. He's good now. Good preacher. Amen. He's bigger tomorrow. Yeah. And he'll be good uh, in the future. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, uh, I, the Bible said he is at all sufficient. Right. Yeah. I don't know. People say, well, uh, I want a deeper life with Jesus, uh, with God. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, but if you got Jesus, that's all you need. Amen. Uh, Amen. You say, well, I, I want to get, the Bible said, I draw nigh to him, he'd draw nigh to Amen. you. Right. I believe that. Uh, because he, uh, uh, and I can preach here all night, but you know, he said, I am the bread. I'm the bread of life. Yeah. And uh, as uh, as God drained down man in the wilderness for your fathers, yeah. and he said, I've come, I'm the living bread. Uh, I'm alive here. Hey, you know, he's sufficient for every need. Amen. I mean, you might not uh, uh, have ever thought about it, uh, but God can save every man, woman, boy, or girl. Uh, I mean, their sins has done been paid for. Yep. Yep. Uh, the sin don't have to be paid for. When he uh, was sacrificed on Calvary and he arose from the dead, sin was paid for. Every sin that was ever committed, ever will be committed. And all that has to be done is to accept that uh, what Jesus right. done for him. Uh, because he is a bread and he's sufficient uh, for everything and every need. Amen, let me jump over here and preach about, uh, for just a minute, about who uh, needs a feeding of 5,000. You know, uh, Jesus was a preaching and a crowd was oppressing him, the Bible said, and, and, uh, and he preached. Uh, you think James or somebody preached a long time? He preached all day. And, uh, and folks was getting uh, hungry, and uh, him and Philip got talking, and he said, these folks will have to be fed, and Philip said, we, 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 all we've got is this 200 penny worth. Right. I mean, if you bought 200 penny worth of bread, yes, and then they wouldn't get a little crumb of peace. Yeah. And Man. Jesus began to question, said, what have we got? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. time Andrew said, there's a little boy here that's uh, got five barley loaves and two fishes. Yeah. Jesus said, bring them to me. Yeah. Right. Amen. Now, I'm going to preach a little bit on what I believe. The Bible don't say this. You don't have to believe like I do, but I'll tell you how I believe what happened. The Bible said there's 5,000 men plus women and children. Most Bible scholars will say that there was at least 15,000 or maybe even 25,000 people there. John said uh, that, uh, and and, uh, this this is, Apart from the sermon, but it was so stupid, I, I thought I'd tell you. <laughs> I heard a man say that there was marijuana when Jesus was a feeding of high yeah. I thought, my goodness. And he said, well, the Bible says there was much Christ there. <laughs> and it does. Here's a misinterpreting in there. <laughs> but they sat down in groups of 50 and 100. 
And Jesus took them five loaves and in two little fishes, yes, and he broke it. Yep. And uh, I don't know. He gave to the disciples, and the disciples gave to them. Yep. Right. Now, here's what I believe. Them disciples had to take and carry it from Jesus mm -hmm. to the crowd. They'd have been there all day still with the government table. Yeah. I mean, you can just carry so much. That's right. Now, the Bible said afterwards they took up 12 baskets. Didn't it say that? That's yeah. right. I believe that when Jesus broke that bread and then fishes, he put it in some kind of a container or a, what the Bible calls a basket. And the disciples went. And they were set down in order in groups of 50 and 100. And I believe that Jesus uh, gave it to the disciples. The disciples come around and gave it to the people. <laughs> and they took what they wanted. And then they'd give it to the others. And they'd take what they wanted. And it never got any smaller. When one took out, he put back. You remember Elijah went down to Zarephath and there was a widow down there and uh, she just had enough meal to make one uh, cake of bread and Elijah said, you make me a cake first and she did and the Bible said that uh, that her the, the meal was, I mean, it was every time she went to that barrel, yes, sir. there was enough meal there. Amen. And when she poured in the oil, yep. there was enough oil there. Yes, sir. And you see, Amen. when this man got saved, mm -hmm. God's grace saved him, but it didn't take away from when James got saved. Amen. Amen. I mean, right. he's got plenty. Well, that's yes, good. Amen. And when they pass that bread around, and I say tonight, you take what you want. Yeah. Amen. You take what you want. It's not going to be uh, diminish anybody else. I mean, Amen. Uh, you just go ahead and you shout all over the house. Yeah, you do whatever you want to do. Everything will be all right. Uh, it's not going to take away from anybody. Amen. 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 Them five thousand. They was. They was fed, and they got what they wanted. Jesus said, "Now take up what's left." How much did they take up? Twelve baskets. I mean, twelve disciples going around. And after all it been around, the basket is just as full as it was. Yes, yeah. Amen. 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 Now, he couldn't have been much big baskets. That's right. Because right after this, they took his baskets, put them in a little boat, and was going across the uh, sea to the other side. And there was a great storm. And, I mean, them disciples had that the baskets with them right there still had the bread in uh, where they'd seen God uh, put back all that was taken out. Amen. And well, that's good. Mm. That they, uh, they just pitched the feet. That storm come up, my Lord, we're going to perish. Or, yep. There you are laying asleep and here we are out here yep. and it looks like we're going to 
Uh, and they, they'd probably done everything they could. I mean, uh, they was fishermen. That, that wasn't the first storm they'd been in, right. but it's probably the worst storm they'd been in. Yeah. And they probably bailed and rolled and uh, done everything they could. And Jesus was laying there. And the Bible said he was laying there. And they said, the disciples said, well, you're asleep and we're yeah. fixing to die here. Yeah. And Jesus stood up, oh, you little faith. Yeah. Now, I mean, the disciples. Uh, and I'm getting kind of off the subject here. Uh, but they've seen a great miracle. Right. Now, folks, that's a miracle. Right. I mean, uh, yes, sir. you go down to the farmer's father and they'll keep food there to you, but they have to keep right. coming right. back. Yeah. And carry it. These disciples just passed it. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. They just took care of it. Amen. Amen. They'd forgot what God had done in that short of time. Yep. Amen. Hey, we, it's like them. Yeah. God will bless us. God will do stuff yeah. for us. Yeah. And then it's no time. Yeah. We'll be right back to the same You're place. You're right. Yes, we'll be right back. It's worrying ourselves to death. Uh, you know, we get to wondering where God can do this or not. Mm-hmm. This time, the devil comes around, gets you to think about doubting God. Yep. Get up on these ridges. Yes, sir. Amen. Look around. Yes, sir. He made all this. Right. Amen. It's spoken into existence. Yeah. Go down here and look at the river. That's just a little bitty stream of water. Go to the ocean. I know a lot of you go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, we know it. Yeah. You try to sleep out, we know it anyhow. But, uh, <laughs> you look at the ocean. And think about it. He helped all of the water in the world in the hollow of his hand. Amen. Now, my hands, I, I don't have real big hands. I've probably got average hands. I got to think about it one day, and I got me a spoon and got to seeing how much water I could put. My hand, it, I, I forget how many spoons. It didn't hold this very few spoons full of water. But his had all the water in the world. Amen. I mean, that's the God you're dealing with. Yes, sir. You look at the biggest tree that you can think of. Yep. God brought that tree out of the ground. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, he's the God yes. of the big things. Amen. Yes, he's the God of the little things. Amen. I don't know where you got ticks up here or not, but we have it home. And I catch them off of me all the time. But uh, this summer, it was a little old bitty tick. And you can just barely see it. Anybody, anybody seen there one of them? Yeah. I mean, I'd about have put my glasses on to see it. He's the God of that, too. Yes, sir. Man. He made that. Yeah. And he made you in between all of these things. Yeah. And he's in control. Amen, preacher. That's good. Folks, listen. When them disciples, when they had the Passover, when they eat of that bread, and then that's the last they would eat. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing in the meal they would eat. We're going to take communion tonight. Yeah. And when they pass the bread, you get it. And you wait. Yeah. And then they'll pass the cup and you wait. Yes. And we'll all eat together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Uh, I, I've got the words written down that the Bible said, 
there and Jesus blessed it. We'll, we'll, uh, uh, we'll read that in a minute. The Jews today will tell you that's the very same thing that Jesus said when he blessed the bread. They say it every day. Folks, listen. Tonight, when you take this communion, you're being a partaker of something that God instituted thousands of years ago. Yes, sir. And it keeps it going. Now, don't try to be a Jew. We're not Jews. But when they do this, we do it in remembrance of him. We do it in remembrance of him. Uh, James, you come on, and deacons, whoever. Let us stand in reverence. And Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it. And this is what he said. 
when you're blessed. Blessed art thy, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who bringeth forth bread from the earth. Then he said, this bread is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks. And this is exactly what he said. Blessed art thou, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, creator of the fruit of the vine. And he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it. For well, this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for many for the remission of sins. And afterwards they sang a hymn and went out. Can we sing one? 